0: This week's episode of To The Top Talk is brought to you by CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Talking Southern Miss athletics with some pretty knowledgeable Southern Miss fans. Great place to go, unvarnished, unfiltered. You won't have to sift through the propaganda. Southern Miss fans, check it out. CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com you are listening to to the top talk with jamie Arrington. thank you jamesy and jason bailey bump is uh, pretty good but the reality is they don't know, man. i've been looking forward to to the top talk you know i have that with myself every night every day anything we do it's southern miss to the top what's going on what's happening how you guys doing Welcome to the Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey, presented by Fourth Street Bar here in Hattiesburg. We're here with your break from all of the high resource five propaganda and the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Shout out to Fourth Street Bar. We're actually here right now. They've got specials for Monday Night Football: chili dogs, beer specials on Bud Light, Dos Equis, Michelob Ultra. You can play football bingo for prizes. for 128-ounce beer towers. Also, Thursday Night Football beer and food specials as well. Don't forget their plate lunches and their sandwich of the week. This Saturday, Southern Miss football versus rice right here at 4th Street Bar on ESPN+. And on Sunday, they'll have the Saints on as well. The 4th Street Bar is your home for all Southern Miss sports. It's televised anywhere, like I said. They will find it and have it on. Best Southern Miss memorabilia collection you'll find as well. Visit our friends at 4th Street Bar on 4th Street, just off Highway 49 in Hattiesburg. Join me, joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. Greetings and salutations, partner. It's uh, it's good to be back. I think I'm still
1: a little wore out, uh, but you know, as soon as we walk into the Four Street Bar, I just have to go straight to the bar and get myself a Miller Light. So <laughs> I'm enjoying one of these uh, one of these Monday night specials as we speak, and uh, I got some food on the way. So looking forward to that.
0: A little bit of crowd in here tonight, getting ready to watch this Monday night football game between the, uh, who is it, the Jets and the Patriots, I think?
1: Yes, Jets and the Patriots, and like, yeah, if you see the spread on that game? I mean, yeah. It's, it's pretty low. I mean, I yeah. thought, I mean, you're more of a gambling man than I am, but uh, I don't know. Got to see if the fighting Brady's and the fighting Jamie Collins can uh, get it done tonight.
0: <laughs> well... We had quite the eventful weekend. Before we get to that, uh, I, in case you guys missed it last week, I'm hosting a new web series, Behind the Wheel with Vardaman Honda. The first guest is artist-slash-musician Thomas Jackson. It's available on Vardaman Honda's Facebook page as well as our YouTube page. But go check out the Facebook page if you want to see that. It's uh, kind of a Comedians and Cars knockoff that touches on Hattiesburg subjects with Hattiesburg, local Hattiesburg artists. All right, so, Jason, you took a field trip this weekend and mm-hmm. went to Ruston, Louisiana. Right. How man. was the lead-up to this game against the Bulldogs? Uh, the
1: lead-up to the game was was awesome. Um, there's a bunch of us to win. You know, Southern Miss always takes a bunch of people to kind of kind of every away game, really, uh, but especially the ones that are drivable. Turns out Ruston is, well, I've, I think this is my third or fourth time. But it's, it's about three and a half hours, maybe a little bit more than three and a half hours away. Uh, it was awesome. Got to spend a little time with pops uh, and Jackson before we left, and um, met just a host of people up there. I'm gonna forget like most of them, but um, the usual suspects: Steve, Coop, uh, Matt Rockwell. Met him for the first time and his son Owen. That was cool. Um, got my pictures made by, with the entire Sonoma cheerleading squad. Nice that, nice. that did not suck. And. Um, <laughs> Yeah, everything, everything was great. The tailgate was great. The uh, campus was was cool. Um, they still got some tornado damage right there from all that. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's still there. And uh, I guess they're just kind of waiting on some insurance money to come in. But I, I enjoyed everything but the outcome. Um, the downtown Ruston area after the game was cool. So it, it was a good experience. Glad we went. Just, you know, kind of sucks we lost.
0: Well, let's, uh, let's go through the game flow a little bit. So this game took place this past Saturday, October the 19th. 2.30 p.m. on the NFL Network. Did a pretty solid job covering the game. They had a couple of, you know, they they misspelled Mississippi on their little promotional flyer earlier oh, in the day. Crooked letter, crooked letter. Uh, I think they had the, I don't know. There were several just kind of minor mistakes. Um, but all in all, I, I was glad to see us on the network.
1: Well, l- let me ask you this. Uh, I don't know how it translated on the TV side of it, but were there more stoppages than normal? Um was there more stoppages than normal during the game? It kind of seemed the sun like was a... beating on our faces on our side of the stadium. Yeah, which I think might have played into a little bit of uh, of, of maybe why we tired out right there towards the end. It was hot, man, and, and Louisiana Tech side was in the shade the entire time. But there were I know there were a lot of uh, just small little injury timeouts, but those seemed to turn into just this long thing.
0: T- were a lot of teams. Maybe it was only
1: long for us because we had the sun, but. I don't know. I, I was just wondering about that because every time I looked up, I'm like, can we play a football game, please?
0: And hey, what you got there? We had a waiter just come up. Yeah, and drop off yeah, some yeah, food yeah. Here. I'm
1: sure I've made some serious sounds on the table bumping it. But um, one of the specials here at 4th Street, I, I'm not positive they do this every Monday night, but we have fish tacos. You get three fish tacos for, not positive what they charge me. I'm sure I'll figure that out in a minute, but <laughs> they look awesome. Smells great. Got some uh, sour cream here and looks like some, I don't know, what is this? Some red. Salsa. It's like probably salsa. salsa. Yeah. It's just straight up salsa is what that is. So, yeah. In the middle of one of these things where you're talking for a while, I'm going to take, ta- take a bite of one of these bad boys.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about the game flow this past weekend. So, opening play to Michael Harris goes 100 yards, taking the opening oh. kickoff all the way back for a touchdown, and which was amazing. I mean, right there from the get-go. You know, I always get nervous when we jump to an early lead like that. Yeah. Uh, but – I mean, he he showed. I mean, I I think Adams was just as excited that, that he, he got was. it. I mean, it was it was amazing.
1: We were trying to figure out who it was. I mean, you know, it's the very beginning of the game. You know, if you're going crazy. You're, you're you're doing the oh, you know, when the guy's going to kick it. And the next thing you know, it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So we all figure it's it's uh it's Jaylon. And I'm like, no, it not It's like Ques. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know. And then yeah. we finally figured it out, and we didn't care. But uh, but it was awesome. Could not have shown it. it, it could couldn't have started off any better. Uh, but we've seen that. A whole lot uh, in our time as Sutter Miss fans, when you do start off fast, it's not like you don't want to start off fast. It's like a key to every game. They're like, you got to start off fast. Right. But then when we do, we're always just kind of just waiting for something bad to happen. Um, and it ended up happening. But, you know, something interesting about that, all the guys in the press box, when I was talking to our friend Corey Diaz uh, after the game, he was like, you know, we all kind of thought that Sutter Miss was going to do that at some point during the game. So in our eyes, we just kind of got it out of the way. You know, yeah. he said, "Now let's regroup and let's 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 get after it." So anyway, that was an interesting perspective.
0: So right after that, you know, Bulldogs get the ball. Southern Miss gets it back. Abraham to to Ladner to take a fourteen nothing lead. You mm-hmm. um, we were kind of hoping maybe put the foot on their throat at that point, but it didn't quite happen. Tech bounces back fourteen unanswered points. The second touchdown coming on a Justin Henderson thirty yard run after an Abraham interception. The 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 cornerback uh, Ameek is it Amik Robertson? Yeah, stud. I mean, absolute stud. You can definitely tell he's going to be playing on Sundays. Yes. I mean, I think – I don't know how many interceptions he had, but I know two of them were when the ball was not even thrown to the guy he was covering.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, you've you, you got a very – your vantage point watching on TV with all the replays and everything, I'm sure you saw it a little bit better than I did. And I tailgated for like six hours. But, <laughs> um, but no, it's, you, you see guys play sometimes, and Corey kind of – I don't know if you want to call it warned us about him, but he kind of did uh, on the on last week's episode. But you know, there's there's these guys like like we've talked about Quiz before. Some games Quiz you watch and like he's the best player on the field. I kind of got that feeling about Robertson, and I didn't want to. I wanted to prove everybody wrong, but no, he's a stud, and he's not. He's not. He's not a. uh, He doesn't shy away from contact either, which I know we'll probably get to that particular play here in a little bit. But he's everywhere. He's pumped up. He's fiery. uh, He's fast. He's physical. Um, he's everything that kind of Southern Miss defensive backs have been for, for you know, history, really. So, um, but, yeah, very impressive player. Uh, super glad that he's going to be gone <laughs> after this year. But, uh, but yeah, he, he's a difference maker, and he did just that. He made a difference.
0: So, Eagles get the ball back, drive down the field. Jack Abraham with a 37-yard touchdown run on a scramble to take a 21-14 lead. That's, uh, I think that's that has got to be, I don't, I'm not even looking at the stats, but that's got to be Jack's longest rush of his career.
1: And there weren't a whole lot of people around him.
0: No. Uh, it, it,
1: it, he must have even been thinking, like, just looking kind of peripherally, you know, like, nope, 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 I scored.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But it was great. And he's, I don't know if he's faster than I thought he was. I just never thought of him as a runner. Right. Um, and maybe looking back, maybe, we should, Maybe I don't know, maybe you should have done a little bit more of that, but you can't get him hurt either, so
0: yeah it's um, a tough spot to be in yeah you have to just pick and choose your place to use it and somewhere around that time was when the michael harris got clocked on a reception to where he uh you know he got hit with mick robertson pretty clean hit from my vantage point it kind of felt dirty but it looked clean if that makes sense uh but it, yes it, it, it makes
1: and it's another thing we we're talking about during the game and after i want to preface this by saying that I, I love the hit. You know, I, I hate it was on us, but I have no problems with the hit. I think that it's football. It's tackle football, and, you know, you just got to put your big boy pants on and, and play. Uh, that being said, I've seen way less flagged and probably way less uh, garner and ejection. So yeah. we were kind of hoping that would happen. Again, I think it was a clean hit. But I think everybody can at least understand where I'm coming from a little bit, where this whole defenseless receiver thing, it's it's a thing. So It sucked. Uh, I hope that I hope that it's just bruised ribs and not cracked ribs because that might be coming back in two weeks or not coming back. Right? I never played football, but I'm guessing you need some uncracked ribs to do it well, usually, especially for the running back spot. Right? Usually. So, uh, but again, that, that, that's that's a great play on his part, and it, I'm sure he wasn't trying to injure DeMichael, but when he did, that sure does change. Uh, the dynamics of the Sutterman's offense for the rest of the game.
0: The, the kickers exchange field goals. Andrew Stein adds a, another one there to give the Golden Eagles a 10-point lead. Uh, Tech responds with a 90-yard drive capped off by Henderson's second rushing touchdown of the day to make the score, 27-24 Golden Eagles at the half. Now, one of those pa- plays, we kind of talked about it before the show, was a, a long pass play mm-hmm. where... Um, where Jaymar. Uh, Jamar Smith, mm-hmm. was was it DeMario that came over the top? I, and, and it was two much, guys that missed him. I don't know. I think it was DeMario that came over with the sack, but he came over the – he hit him high, and DeMario kind of just like – I mean, not Demar Jamar kind of like almost like squatted and yeah, got like, underneath like, it like, and Like matrixed out, out of the way. And just tossed it down the field and threw it pretty much the only place you could throw it for reception and still keep it in bounds away from the defender. I mean, it was just a great play on – heads-up play on his part. And, and really, you know – Bought them within three into the half. I mean, that's that's a game changer. It is. There were two plays in my mind. We
1: just we just happened to mention them back to back right there. The Miss was rolling, right? They were rolling. The offense was still going, and we kind of wondered if, if Sutter Miss ever had a game where they stubbed their toe offensively. If the defense could make it happen, and we kind of stubbed their toe offensively in the second half, and we didn't make it happen. But it's got a lot to do with La Tech and those two plays in particular. The um, you know taking out the Michael Harris, that's pretty self-explanatory. But that, that play where Jamar, you know, eluded one, if not two sacks, at least one for sure sack, and then, you know, running to his left, being a right-handed thrower, just kind of throws a like a 40-yard shot down the field to catch a diving receiver on like the three-yard line um, right before the half. If that doesn't happen, um, you know, that's one less score, right? Um and and if and if Michael doesn't go out of the game if, for for what uh, Amik did, those are two plays that, and and there are a few other plays that we'd like to have back Jack in particular, but those two those two plays I thought were the most game changing plays of the day, and I at some point you just got to tip your hat. I don't think that they wanted it any more than we did. I don't think that they practice any harder than we did or anything like that we just lost you know they just won it and we just lost
0: i felt like i don't think they wanted more but i felt like they did want it this felt like a game that was circled on the on the calendar for them uh given the way the things have gone in the past and you could tell they played inspired football um but you know i i don't i don't think our guys didn't want it i felt like our guys were out there to win as well so third it was pretty much a defensive battle in the third nothing major happens in third so to start the fourth tech takes the lead and then the Golden Eagles drive all the way down the field, get down to what the one, had a penalty, calls back to like the five or six, yeah. and then Jack throws his second interception of the day. And it was one of those things that if if we get a touchdown on that drive as opposed to an interception, you swing the momentum back in our favor. I, I mean, you know, there's definitely some things to be frustrated about from this game, but if that play hits, then, then you're talking about a swinging momentum, you're talking about not having to force it down the field the rest of the game to try to, to try to play catch up. Uh, it's it's, it's, what, it's a different what, ball game. What did that play look like on TV? Like like was there from our
1: vantage point? It kind of looked just like like you should have thrown it 25 yards out of bounds to the back of the end
0: zone and, and
1: it and looked when it went to third down.
0: It looked I could see where he thought the receiver was open. Okay. And uh, but yeah, probably not the best idea for a throw, but I could see what he saw just from that mm-hmm. vantage point. But uh, Amik just jumps out from the other side of the screen and and snatches it. Oh, so it was him? Yeah, it was him. Oh, of course. Of course it it was him. It wasn't a thing where, you know, that first interception, he kind of threw it. It was almost into like, it almost felt like triple coverage. Yes. But that one, it's like he just made up a lot of ground swiftly. I mean, like Mm -hmm. I said, it wasn't an an ideal throw, but I could see why he thought the guy was open. Uh, But Amik just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, he pretty much won that game for him. Right. He's a stud.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'd have to ask Jack if he wants that throw back, Or if he says, like, you know what, yeah, i throw it again. Dude made a play that, you know, he's going to make one time out of 100. I don't know.
0: Uh, f- f-
1: from where we were sitting, we were kind of wondering. If it's not a sure thing, I I, I think you should just Trent and deal for it right out of bounds. Especially on second down. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen. And, look, if he catches it, we- we're in great shape, right? Yeah. Great throw. Who cares if it was in triple cup? It doesn't matter. Yeah, right, <laughs> so, right. So... Um, like I said, just at some point
0: you got to tip your hat. So, Ted gets the uh, ball back. Jamar Smith hits Griffin bear for 70 yards on a play-action fake to set up their second TD of the fourth quarter. They take a 38-27 lead with 6.28 left in the game. So, the Eagles are able to sustain a drive. Andrew Stein kicks his third field goal of the day, cutting the Bulldog League to eight with 3.36 left in the game. Golden Eagles end up getting the ball back. Jack Abraham makes an errant throw for a pick six which results in Louisiana Tech getting the 45-30 win. Um, All in all, I mean, there's some things you could – you have to – you know, the things that went well, things that didn't. Um, Stein looked good. Stein looked good. uh, But did he have a – I think he had – or am I thinking of the Saints? (laughs) Let me look. He Uh,
1: didn't miss any kicks,
0: I don't think. Oh, I'm looking at Tech. Yeah, I don't think he did either. I don't – Spilling my taco over everything over here. No, yeah, he was three for three, three for three on field goals, three for three on extra points. So he got mm-hmm. twelve points on the day. Um, all in all, I mean, things were running really smooth until DeMichael Harris went down. Yes, and we de- definitely had some trouble with uh, trouble with Stanley, their uh, wide receiver. I mean, he had eight receptions, two hundred twelve yards, and a touchdown. Uh, holy crap! That's Quiz Like. It is, and they were they were talking about it on the broadcast. Then their running back Justin Henderson uh, had an excellent day: nineteen carries, one hundred and eleven yards for two touchdowns. And then Jamar Smith. I mean, this, this is you know we've seen him for several years now. He went fourteen for twenty one, three hundred and twenty five yards, one TD, one interception. On the flip side of that, you had Jack twenty six for 40, 327 yards, one TD, four interceptions. But we did have a few, um, you know. Well, the,
1: the last one really doesn't count. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that's on there, but I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like it was a great day since he only threw three picks. But, yeah. Uh, it, but, I mean, it, yeah, it, he, he had some bright s- spots. We had tons of bright spots. We just, we just, uh, if you want to go back to the turning point of the games when Harris went down, and let me ask you this you know more about football than I do. After Harris went down, like the whole RPO RPO thing, Harris is a home run threat every time he touches it. And even though Perkins is a good back, um, he's, you know, Three yards in a cloud of dust, maybe eight yards and carrying a guy. He's not really—I don't think of him as a, as a just a home run threat. Like and, and Harris, mess, you know, he's what 10 ten-two speed in the hundred. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: he's, he's um, super fast.
1: So, so that RPO at that point, the safeties don't have to even really worry about coming to help, as far as when Harris gets to the second gets to the second level and makes one move and he's gone, right?
0: they definitely they definitely change the way they you know they in in, in, and in turn that, yeah. all
1: of a sudden Jack's got to hold the ball a little bit longer because the safety's back there so the defense gets a little bit more pressure I mean this all happens just because we don't have one guy back there and I know if Mosley comes back we get two of them
0: um, you know there is something to that the game changing with that I mean de- definitely with what we do with the offense but two um, Kadarian Mason, man, he the defensive end for Tech. Mm-hmm. He was a Southern Miss commit a few years ago. Uh, then when we changed coaches, I don't know what happened. Right, he flipped to Tech. Um, so I don't know if there was anything personal, but he he played like a man possessed when after that first.
1: You know, it's hard for me to believe the Tech has looked like this all year, especially when they played against Rice, who we're playing this weekend, uh, and Rice took them to OT, and
0: Rice is a zero win team. Well, uh, and you think about, I mean, football in general. There's always going to be. I mean, I can't think of too many teams that don't lose a game they're supposed to win in a season. Heck, I can't I can't think of very few seasons where we've done it at Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, you know, the last really, really great season, 2012, we lost to
1: mm-hmm. UAB
0: in March. 2011.
1: 2011. Oh,
0: 2012. Bad. We lost to everybody. Bad, bad, bad. 2012, we lost to everybody. That's <laughs> really, yeah. We, we,
1: we Yeah, 2012, we did a race.
0: Yeah. Um, but still a lot of football left to be played. Louisiana Tech clearly in the in the lead in the conference right now on the west side of things. The east is kind of shaking up too. I mean, FAU lost the other night. Right. I think you got Western Kentucky's only undefeated team on that side as far as conference play. How weird is that? It's yeah. It's it, it, <laughs> But then you know Tech has got North Texas left, which let's say North Texas wins that game, doesn't lose another game. You've got Southern Miss, Tech, and um,
1: so Tech would have us in the.
0: I don't know because North Texas would have them, so I don't know. Oh. I don't know what the tiebreaker is there, so that could make that could make an interesting scenario. Scorecard playoff. Yeah, they've also got. I and mean, we both I think have to play UAB. Um, we we both are going to have some challenges the rest of the season. Both could win the rest of the games, or both could lose several. It's just you, you don't know how it's going to play out. I wouldn't put my I wouldn't bet money on them running the table though. I mean, you think even back to last year with UAB, had we beat UAB, we were like, oh, we have to beat them, then they have to lose the following week. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't beat them, but they did lose the following week. Sure. So it would have been a thing that had we beaten them, we we would have been going to the uh, to the championship game.
1: It would be really nice to
0: to be sitting in the driver's seat
1: right now because of all those things you just mentioned. Um, but it's not like we're out of it by any means. It's not, not like not there's. A, it's not like. I mean, don't. They were favored, right? I mean, well, it went like, back and forth.
0: Yeah, so they, they were favored. So we we started as a favorite. They flipped to the favorite. Then it flipped back to us. But it was all. I mean, you're you're talking with but Still, them like it was all like a three point. Like, still, swing. like everybody.
1: You know, even people that don't know anything about either team would say, you know what, this could go either way. Yeah. Right. They said in Wisconsin losing to Illinois. Wisconsin had given up like thirty points the entire year. Illinois right. sucks. Wisconsin, I want to say it was like a 28-point favorite, and they stubbed their tip. It's is one of those. This isn't like jump off the ship. It's going down. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, take care of business this week, get the buy, then everybody get your butt over the rock for the uh, for the, is
0: the UAB the next one? UAB with the next game.
1: Was Is that the blackout? Or is that the camo? That's the camo. Okay.
0: So I don't know what I'm going to wear for that one. I made <laughs> Gold. Yeah, I probably just wear to gold. <laughs> uh, but you know, unless Master P shows up with some... Yeah.
1: It's but anyway I mean, but but the point is I mean now not the time to give up man now's the time to dig in we got a little work to do we're not in the driver's seat but we're not out of it and a, a good season and a bowl game is is well within reach so
0: and and I think we talked about it in the preseason we talked we gave our pred- predictions and uh I think we both said nine and three when the season started right with a floor of eight and four uh, I still think that's fair I think anything less than that is certainly a disappointment uh, I agree, but mm-hmm. I, I think you know. I don't think there's a game left on schedule that we don't have a shot to win, and, and ho- maybe this will be a, a wake-up call in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only thing that could really, I think, take send this season awry would be an injury bug.
1: Yeah, you don't even just, just, <laughs> just leave it alone.
0: <laughs> leave it alone. Go. So let's move on. So Southern Miss four and three on the year, taking on Rice zero oh and seven uh, on the year thus far. This Saturday, October the twenty sixth. At noon, 12 p.m. on ESPN+. Southern Miss leads the all-time series, five games to four. Uh, as far as the Vegas, the line right now, Southern Miss is a 10-point favorite. Opened at 13-point favorite. So money is going on the uh, on the Rice Owls in this one. I'm heading down to Biloxi on Thursday. So if anybody wants to bet on the Rice Owls, please go ahead and do so and <laughs> drag that line down a little bit further before I get down there to Biloxi because Daddy sure would like some new shoes. Well, I... Can I let the cat out of the bag yet? Yeah, let the cat out of the bag.
1: Okay. So we've, we've alluded to this a bunch, but so this Friday, and this is in conjunction with 4th with Street Bar,
0: but we are, um, we
1: are uh, well, it was going to be Jamie and I, but Jamie can't do it. He's got to go make that money. Um, so That's everybody right. Cooper, everybody Cooper, you guys know him. Uh, he and I are going to actually going to be able to travel with the team. We're, we're getting on the team, um, plane here in Hattiesburg on Friday. We are uh, we're flying over with them. We are going to the team hotel, team dinner, and team whatever. You know more about this than I do, but um, we're doing all that stuff. We're going to the game the next day. I'm not positive we're going to be on the sidelines or not. I might like try to give some fake signals to the quarterback. I don't know. They still do that. <laughs> we yeah. just hold up a
0: sign. Well, I think but, you can probably sit wherever you want there. Yeah. <laughs> if you're really if you're being fair. But, but
1: yeah, man. So then we're gonna. Um, so after the game, we're gonna get back on the. Uh, I guess to eat the team meal and then get on the. Uh, get on the plane and fly back to Hattiesburg, be back by like 5.30 or 6.00 that day. Uh, it's an absolute, just just a, a dream come true, just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, especially for somebody as a humongous, uttermost fan like we are. Can't believe it's happening. Um, Cooper actually is giving away money to do this thing. He was supposed to DJ a wedding on Saturday. Oh, wow. He had to find somebody else to do it and pay him an extra 100 bucks so he can go do this. But we're going to chronicle the whole thing.
0: Um, yeah, I'm MC a conference at the Bow. And, yeah. And uh, it... it, it Pays rather nicely. You, so You're paid about I double on it.
1: what Cooper was going to make, or maybe a little bit more than double. So I mean, what do you got to do? you, know, yeah. you, you got to do what you got to do. But I hate that you can't do it.
0: Oh, I know. But it been a since riot. you
1: can't do it, you know, me and Cooper are boys, man, for like a long time. So you so guys are going to go.
0: Of course, you, I mean, you can't really, you know, talk to players, coaches, staffing like that. But you still can document this trip somewhat, as far as the ins and outs, of what's happening, and keep uh, keep us up to date on next week's show as to to how the adventures went. Not sure
1: exactly how it's going to go down yet. But, I, like, I don't think we're going to be on the bus or the part of the plane where, like, all the good players are.
0: <laughs> usually they put the—usually, like, they'll have all of the uh, all the civilians up front on the plane. Okay. Yeah. That's where I want to be. You'll, you'll be up there front, probably you and Coxie, uh, sharing some beverages and— <laughs> uh, <laughs> No. That's my favorite part. It's your favorite part. You'll probably get to go eat some— Some, what— Gosh, when I was there, the, the pre— the, the meal the night before was always chicken and spaghetti— and then when you get back, when you hit leave the stadium, they would, it would always be like a box of like six chicken tenders for the for the, the going out of their meal. Usually way too much for you to be able to, to chalk. Now, when I was in college, I could scarf it down, but <laughs> yeah. usually probably way too much. But.
1: Well, I'm super looking forward to it, man. It's great. I feel I, I still feel like there's something that could go wrong. Who
0: do I, feel, we have, I feel like who,
1: at the last minute they could say, like, no, nah, you can't go.
0: <laughs> who do we have to thank for this?
1: Southern Beverage. Southern Beverage. Well, and, and, and our good friends here at 4th Street Bar. Um, it was kind of their thing, and, and they and they kind of, we, we just lucked into it. Is what we did. We yeah. completely lucked into it. Somewhere along the way, we've you know, made ourselves presentable enough to where they think that we are going to like totally ruin this opportunity. So, it's yeah. awesome. I
0: can't believe it. Uh, everybody's the, gonna be jealous, and I'm totally cool with that. We were at the game last week, and Brian Morrison came up, and he's like, "So I hear you're gonna be riding with us next week." And I just started cracking up. I was like, "That's hilarious!" So <laughs> it's, and you were just like, "This is for real." I'm they're they're actually yeah. letting me do this. So. I've been
1: emailing back with like the whoever coordinates all the stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm like an aisle seat, please. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just don't screw this up for us.
1: Yes. Like, well, so then I guess we're gonna get to this game, man. But look. Louisiana, I mean, um, Rice is, is way. Rice is like the best 0 and 6 team in the history of college football. They really are. Well, uh, I tried to pump them up last week being 0 5, and they lost again. I'm telling you, these guys can play. We cannot just sleep all night. Are they, are they 0 and 6 or this. 0 7? Is it 7? 1, 2, 3,
0: 4, 5, six. It's 7. Okay. I just make sure my well, I'm. Math look, I'm is looking
1: correct. at last week 31 to 27, lost to U- UTSA. The week before, 35 to 20, lost to UAB. Once uh, UAB scored like a pretty late touchdown, kind of like what happened to us this past weekend. Um, the team we just got through playing Louisiana Tech—you know what the score was in their game with Rice, twenty-three to twenty in overtime.
0: Oh, I, you know, I okay. was—I was—I was, catch, was catching the end of that, and I was just praying that that Rice would have beat them that time. But
1: I know Baylor did not have a lot this year, but they only lost to Baylor twenty-one to thirteen.
0: Baylor's not Baylor's. Been doing some damage this year, You actually. know so, I mean, like
1: uh, you, you, Army, the very first game of the year, Army, they, they only lose 14-7. to 7. So you know what you're going to get with Rice, man. You're going to get um, a disciplined team. You're going to get um, usually a pretty physical team, and maybe they don't have just the super-duper weapons. It's kind of like playing like a Princeton basketball team, right? Where they, I mean, you aren't going to confuse them, and they're going to be ready. They're going to be well-coached. They're usually physical, and they're hungry. So, if we think we can just sleep or walk our way through this one, it's, just, it's not going to happen.
0: Well, and this is a this is a Stanford-style offense. I mean, that's that's what they're going to run. They're, they're going to be a run-heavy offense. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought going into the season that they could be a team that sneaks up some, on somebody that could be dangerous at some point. I definitely think they will get into the mix in the next few years. I, I think that they're a, a team that's on the rise right now. So, hopefully we catch them at the right time. I, I like our ability, even though we had uh, – you know, gave up 111 yards on the ground to Henderson the other day. I think Tech as a whole had about 149 yards rushing. They were averaging 3.8 yards per carry, which is pretty solid mm-hmm. if you're looking at you know stopping the run. So I think we've done a good job of, of stuffing the run this year. We've, we've had a little more trouble with the pass, so hopefully that right. plays into our favor a little bit. Yeah.
1: No. Well, I guess that's a good way to look at it, maybe similar to Utah. But I think these guys are better than Utah. I do too. So they've almost tasted victory, man. You look at a four-point loss, five-point loss, three-point loss, seven-point loss, seven-point loss. I mean, they could easily have three wins, easily. And one of them could have been over the team that kind of dominated us last week in the second half at least. So, you know, it's time to right the ship. And, um, and if we can right the ship, this is the great thing. With, um, with Mosley hopefully coming back pretty soon, with, uh we're not positive with Harris yet, but if you can get yourself through this game and then get to that bye and play UAB the following week after they come 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 back from Tennessee, all of a sudden you kind of, all we have to do is get one through one game, and I'm pretty sure we're healthy again. Playing a UAB team is probably going to be unhealthy, you would think, at least a little beat up. Probably
0: or, a little banged up. You know, yeah.
1: More than us after playing Tennessee, so. This is kind of a defining moment game. We had one earlier in the year, I thought, versus Troy. We won that one. Um, it would have been nice to win this past one. But I think we can all see that it was at least possible we weren't we weren't going to win it. So, But this one here, I would say this is another must-win for the Golden League. If, if you're planning on doing anything this year, you got to win this game this weekend.
0: Absolutely. So Definitely. Losing is not an option. I, I really don't anticipate that happening. I, I anticipate a, a bounce-back game. Um, so, I, I think this is going to be – I think this is going to be a really solid game for the Golden Eagles. I'm curious to see how they respond, because mm-hmm. um, like you said, you get through that game, you get the bye. Mm-hmm. Then you've got UAB at home, mm-hmm. which you know you, you got to think that that's a game everybody's going to get up for. Then we play at UTSA. Then we come back home take on Western Kentucky, who's had a really solid season thus far. But we mm-hmm. get them at home, mm-hmm. and then we go on the road to FAU. So there's a there's you know out of the five games, I would say two of those are are definitely should wins. And the other three are, you know, they, they could be close, right. but I would think that we'd have a shot at winning all of those Right, three. sure. Uh, FAU probably being the toughest given that it is on the road. But if we could just piss Lane Kiffin off at the referees again and have him drop another $5,000 tweet or two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to if, pretty, if you missed that, Lane Kiffin. it's a pretty solid tweet. It was a great tweet. He, he tweeted at Conference USA, and he had a, a – a picture with like three blind referees, like, like with with with, uh, with canes.
1: With, with, no, with dogs.
0: Yeah, with dogs. With, with uh, yeah, like German, yeah, yeah. Show,
1: like a helping. What do you going? Seeing him? eye dogs. Seeing eye dogs. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a solid tweet. I mean, you know, I I hope Jay never does that, and you won't ever do that. But
0: he's he's I don't had, know. he's, had, know, one, if, he's it, had one it, off the cuff tweet this it, year, it, but
1: it, it, it's uh <laughs> it's um that's one of those things that I don't think Twitter was around when you was here, but
0: oh, I imagine you yeah. wants a little bit of that. I would gosh i would love it yeah i in fedora it was fedora was starting to get into it but uh uh-huh. you know i would have liked to have seen i don't know I wish. i guess i would like to see it a little you more you say she would have gotten loose oh he would have <laughs> big he time. Would have gotten loose. that would have been awesome speaking of basketball man we got that thing coming up huh? well, yeah basketball let's move on to basketball a little bit so this is kind of a it was a closed exhibition this past weekend and you kind of have to take these things for a grain of salt because it's usually coaches trying to play um, different rotations, different scenarios, wow. let different players play. But the Golden Eagles defeated uh, Louisiana Lafayette 66 to 63 in a closed exhibition, which, given the youth that we have on the roster, that's pretty encouraging, I think.
1: I had no idea we were playing that game.
0: I didn't either. I don't um, think anybody did. I don't know there was anything they.
1: And <laughs> no, I see the tweet come out and they're showing actual, you know, footage.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> in the
1: game, the referees and everything. So, yeah. Great. Um, the uh, all signs are pointing positive right yeah. now with basketball, and I think we all know that we're going to take some lumps, especially at the very beginning of the year, after we get through the the um, Mississippi Colleges and Delta States, you know, then we get into the Iowa States and Gonzaga, it's pretty quick. <laughs> so, um, so I think we all know that we're going to take our bumps um, at the beginning of the year before Christmas, and then once we get into conference play, we'll hope that... I think a pretty solid year is coming in middle of the pack. Honestly, I don't know how I you think.
0: think I think that would be huge if we were to, if that were to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. our guys are a little under. I mean, they they need some experience and some time in the weight room to really, you know. And I think it's going to take some time. So I mean, I I feel like if we hit anything over ten wins this year is a is a is a is a solid. And if we finish middle of the pack in conference USA, I think it's a a great season.
1: Yeah, and and, and you know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some of these guys. I'm gonna, Head up to that thing on, uh, what was that,
0: Thursday? This Thursday night, they're having the Hardwood Club uh, meeting. The Southern Miss Men's Basketball Hardwood Club is holding its annual preseason event at Brewski's. That's at 3818 West 4th Street on Thursday with doors opening at 530. Fans of all ages are welcome and will be treated to free hot dogs, chips, and soft drinks. See more in the Southern Misses will be on hand to a- greet attendees. This serves as the first opportunity for Golden Eagles supporters to meet the team and head coach Ladner, Jay Ladner's inaugural staff. There will be an autograph table along the side, and each player and staff member will be introduced on stage. Did it feel like you just hit a button and I just read off a press release right there? A little bit.
1: Yeah. That's... The whole time I was I was hoping that you'd be the guy emceeing that
0: event. Well, um, They didn't ask. You. No, I don't blame them either. Uh, but <laughs> one more thing with basketball. We talked about this, I think, after we recorded the show for last week. And so we didn't get a chance to talk about it because it came out. So they just released a video showing the new basketball uniforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought they looked pretty sharp. So you do, in all of the uniforms, you kind of get a little bit of a uh, throwback motif going. The The black and gold jerseys have the piping similar to what the teams wore in the late 80s. And then the white journey look, jersey looks like a full-blown throwback to Wendell Ladner's days. And there was some confusion because all it says on the front is Southern, but that is all it said on the front back on Wendell when Ladner well, played.
1: And you had to... The- yeah, you had to get me on board with that one. I was like, what's the deal with this one? You loved it. Most people loved it. It's like people loved it or hated it on you know, as far as Twitter reaction. Once, you know, you kind of sent me the picture of Wendell Ladner, and that's ex- kind of exactly what they were. I mean, how do you not fully on board with that thing? Yeah. So it's, it's cool that Adidas would even go that route. But, um, you know, Jay Ladner, Wendell Ladner, you got me. makes perfect sense. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know. Um, uh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing these guys in person. I haven't been to a practice yet or anything. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them on Thursday. And... Uh, and just seeing what they got going on. Man, you know, we saw Jay Ladner up here uh, at 4th Street um, with the Eagle Hour. Yeah. We've, we've seen him around town. We've seen him out in the roost. We've seen him every time he puts something on, uh, like speaking of this club and that club. You know, this guy's really making the rounds. He's putting forth the effort. So I hope people keep coming out and um, meeting him. And, and he, I think he's going to build something special here in Hattiesburg. And he's going to start off this year with a little bumps and bruises, but I think he'll get it there.
0: And one thing we we had complained about the past Four or five seasons was was the effort.
1: Give just give a crap,
0: and you know, he don't wear pajamas to games. It feels like it feels like he's got that. So I mean, whatever the score is I mean, in all the games this year, you kind of have to feel good about the direction they're heading. Mm-hmm. I expect us to defeat William Carey, uh, which I think will be a plus. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what he's able to do because, you know, I wasn't really sure. I liked the guy, but I really wasn't. Sure, how it was going to go until he actually got hired, and you saw his press conference, and then you mm-hmm. saw how he interacted with everybody and how he made the effort to go around and say hey to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so not only that, he can flat out coach. coach and recruit. I mean, they're he's burning up. He's hitting overseas and bringing God, back.
1: Where's the guy? Where's the uh, uh, the pull of the roster? Is like he, Estonia or something? Yeah, or, yeah, or, Eston- you know, like, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm and sure you know, you're turning over soon. <laughs>
1: And I think he's going to get some playing time. This yeah. It's a very interesting season. I'm going to have to get a roster for, like, the first month and try to put names with faces. Cause I'm, I'm looking at, what, Drain? Bobon? But yeah. But a little bit. A little bit. Um, Watson? Watson, point guard. yeah, Gabe
0: Watson. Yeah. Baker? Baker back? Leonard Harper Baker? Uh, yeah. I think he is. Yeah. I think that's it. So... <clears throat> Yeah, It's definitely a lot of turnover, but I think you've got some some young guys with some serious potential and uh, I'm you know, like so curious to see how they grow. Well I think we've done a pretty solid job on getting the information out there for this week's episode. You guys follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. you can follow me at Jamie underscore errington. Jason at bumper J Bailey on Facebook and Instagram as well. go check out my new web series at Vardaman Honda's Facebook page. We'll have about an episode a month I believe. Uh, it, was a, it was a great. I think time. it's very
1: cool, man. Yeah, it was way better it. put together. Than, I mean, I didn't expect it to be badly put together, but it's yeah. it's really solid. I mean, it's really good work.
0: Yeah, it is. I was, I was, at, I mean, Nick Ortega did the, the pre- music pre- all they the picked for, and I, mean,
1: I thought you did a great job too. Talking about putting the bodies in the back of the car, or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, it's one of those things, like Thomas. We don't really, we didn't really know each other well at the time. We got as you can see, him warming up, but when we first started like filming and like he didn't laugh at any of my jokes like i was steady just like riffing on stuff and some of it made the video and some of it didn't but it was just but once we warmed up he got to where he was joking with me at the at T-bones and yeah i, I mean we it's a good dude. we messaged we keep in touch good so. info
1: too talked about oh,
0: about the Haysburg, uh the, 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 the history jazz, of the, the blues yeah. and jazz and rock and roll very cool i yeah, didn't know that, that. Was all, dude he was he was a, he was a he was an encyclopedia. We talked before the camera started rolling, and I was like, "We got to get this on tape." And uh, but he, I mean, he went on for fifteen minutes before we started even recording. So he was he, excellent, excellent. Every, evidently,
1: a, a uh, professional sweeper
0: of the uh, driveway too. Yeah, that's right. what he was doing. when We pulled up. So <laughs> anyway, sorry anyway about that. But so it, was, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. You guys go check it out. If you if you like Hattiesburg history and uh, you know supporting uh, the local arts, be sure you check that one out. All right. Let's give some shout-outs. Shout-outs to 4th Street Bar. We're here right now, Monday Night Football, getting ready to get kicked off. Come on, have your beer specials, your food specials, Thursday night as well. And then again, Saturday for the Southern Miss game and Sunday for the Saints game. Shout-out to College sports unfiltered.com Shout-out to Brian Renfro, Susan Bailey, the men of Sigma Chi, Theta Delta Chapter, the men of Pi Kappa Phi, the Theta Alpha Chapter. Jason, do you have any shout-outs?
1: Yeah, um, we well, you know, shout out to everybody that we talked about earlier, but, um, but old Zagnut, Zagnut was there.
0: Oh, yeah. Kevin Rogers, and his
1: wife, Amy. Um, <clears throat> luckily, our, our all of our wives and our girlfriends got along really well, so when we got to the bar, we could do our football talking thing. They could do their, I don't know, talking thing, like real estate or something.
0: And, um... Oh, my.
1: <laughs> so, it was good. Uh, Kevin's a trip. Corey was really cool, man. Showed us the spots, um... Had a great time hanging out with that guy and look forward to uh, probably doing it some other, some other time in the
0: future. Be sure you check out patreon.com if you'd like to support the show. Patreon.com slash to the top talk. Right, you're, you're digging in to this last taco here. Man, but these tacos are awesome. Tacos, I mean, I, I've never had great. the
1: fish tacos at 4th Street Bar. I've kind of gotten to where I just do like cheese sticks. Um, I do the Catfish Friday. I do, you know, I've been coming here for so long, but. First time I ever tried these, saw them
0: written on the board as a special. Gave it a shot. Two thumbs up. Well, Very good. So you've got a big week coming up. So the Thursday night, you get to go to Bruce to check out the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Friday, you get on a plane, head to Houston. Uh, you yep. get to uh, travel with the team, fly them back. Uh, how excited are you for this weekend? Yeah,
1: this week does not suck for Mr. Bailey
0: at all. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, um, one of the cool things about living in this town,
1: too, man. I mean, you can do all this stuff. I, I live right here. Not a lot of people that are listening aren't don't even live in this state, but um, or can, can can be here to do this kind of stuff. But I was at Fuzzy's there the other night eating some dinner. Just stopped in, gunslinger sitting at the table next to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love this place. It's great. Places like the Fourth Street Bar and everywhere else uh, make it awesome or make it even better for me. But um, I, I never thought I'd get to do this thing this weekend, and we're getting to do it. So. The only thing that would suck at this point is if we lost the game. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I do was, like, gumming myself up or something for the flight home.
0: But uh, right. Just don't get mangled Friday night at the bar with Coxie or anything. Don't. Oh. I mm. well, have, get like, serious footage out of that. You got to get some. <laughs> do a one water, one beer ratio just Ooh. to keep yourself in order. Fireball. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, guys. I oh, Chad, you... Dickens. oh yeah. Chad Dickens. Oh, Chad Dickens. Yeah, I saw he it... did a shot on Twitter. Fireball. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoyed it Look for To The Top Talk on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud iHeartRadio and Stitcher Subscribe, give us a rating and a review If you like the show, tell your friends If you don't like the show, tell your friends And as always, Southern Miss to the top